Okay, well, now we are to the whole reason we do this now for our fan favorites. Shout-outs and rants. So, uh, we're going to keep the same order. Mr. Armstrong, do you have a shout-out and or rant today, or are we still prone to melancholia? Before we get to Jonathan, we're going to have a quick word from a sponsor, and then we'll be right back. Uh, not melancholy uh, today. I'm trying to keep it upbeat still. I want to shout out to the graduating class of 2021. I'm off to my eldest daughter's second graduation. Um, my youngest daughter, uh, her graduation was via Zoom. Uh, I think a lot of uh, people at university have had a terrible couple of years. I'm uh, acknowledging the fact that we've got a prominent uh, uh, professor on our panel now. But I think that it's been a somewhat isolating experience, and some of them still aren't getting the opportunity to celebrate that. My graduation is a day that I still remember from many, many years ago, and it wasn't because I got to wear the gown, and it wasn't because I got to wear a funny hat and hold a scroll. It was because the professor I liked most at the university uh, took my dad for a drink and tried to get him, um, let's just say, trolleyed and, 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 and talk about whether I was as awkward a son as I'd been as awkward a student. And that um, memory has lived w with me forever. And many... Uh, graduates have been denied that opportunity by the hideous COVID pandemic. And I know that some students listen to us, and if there's five or six or seven, I'm not the queen, uh, who have missed their graduation and they want to celebrate with their friends, I'll stand them a bottle of something nice or a bottle of mango lassi or whatever they want. But I meantime shout out to the graduates of 2021 and the graduates of 2020 who've been denied their opportunity to celebrate with their friends. Karen Woody. I just want to second that. I will gladly go help people get trolleyed. <laughs> that sounds great. My shout out this week is to WeWork, which managed to get public somehow. <laughs> oh, that might be the topic for next week. But, I mean, that that is, you know, they are really like the cockroach of, of companies that after a failed IPO that exposed an unbelievably unrealistic business plan, they found a SPAC and they are now public. And not just public, but trading 13%, I think, above the IPO. Or the, I mean, they're doing, they're killing it. So, you know, cheers to them. <laughs> So for those keeping score at home, we now have uh, the master of kickbacks and the cockroach of companies uh, as competing titles for this episode. Uh, Matt Kelly, do you have a shout out and or rant for us? Uh, I have a double edged rant today about the debt ceiling crisis in the United States. 
Uh, first edge goes to the Republicans for provoking this crisis in the first place. Uh, I know a lot of people say Republicans are using the debt limit to hold the economy hostage. I would go further than that. Folks, the Republicans will happily blow this economy's brains out over the debt ceiling and leave millions of people either without jobs or facing higher interest on your mortgage or your education loans or your credit card debt or whatever, uh, and will ruin tens of millions of 401k plans out there when the markets tank. Uh, they will happily blow this economy's brains out if that means that they can acquire more power to shove an agenda that most Americans don't like down our throats, all while collecting their cushy taxpayer-paid salaries. Uh, this is reprehensible and shame on them, although I no longer think that you know they even care about what's good for America. Mitch McConnell certainly does not. Uh, however, the other edge of this goes to the Democrats. When they will eventually have to raise this debt ceiling, probably sometime in November before things go to hell in December, uh, they should not raise the debt ceiling. They should end the debt ceiling once and for all. If they can solve this with just their own votes, then for the love of God, put this awful idea out of its misery and just abolish the debt ceiling. If we ever run up too much debt, there are plenty of creditors out there who will jack up the interest rates and beat us down, just like regular households, which do not have any legally obligated debt ceilings on our own operations. So this is going to be a mess. I would not actually be surprised if the economy does wind up with its brains splattered all over the country at the rate Republicans are going, but none of it, none of it needs to happen. Jay Rosa, do you have a shout-out and or rant for us today? Uh, I have a melancholy shout-out to Brandon Lee and all shooting victims on movie sets. On October 21st, Alec Baldwin discharged a prop firearm on the set of a Western he was shooting in New Mexico, unfortunately killing the film's director of photography and wounding the movie's director. According to the AP investigation from 2016, at least 43 people died on U.S. television film sets since 1990, and meanwhile more than 150 were left with life-altering injuries. But even then, those incidents were likely undercounted. And while the misfire on the set of Rust is the most recent incident, it's not the first time a prop gun accidentally fired on a movie set. In 1993, actor Brandon Lee, who was Bruce Lee's son, was shot and killed on the set of The Crow with a prop gun. So here's an urgent plea that prop guns on movie sets are a dangerous proposition and that careful safety compliance steps must be observed at all times. So I have a shout out. I come not to bury Caesar, but to praise him in the context of the Boston Red Sox and the Houston Astros, who have engaged in one of the most spectacular offensive displays of power seen uh, ever in Major League Baseball. After a close game one of five to four, the Red Sox pounded the Astros 21 to six over the next two games. How did the Astros respond? Well, they outscored the Boston Red Sox 18 to three in games four and five. So how's that for American League offense, Mr. National League? We throw no hitters. Take that. And by the way, we're going to enjoy seeing the Astros beat the Atlanta Braves in the World Series. Jonathan Marks. Well, you know, Tom, I'm just the consummate curmudgeon, so it's going to be a rant. Um, you know, I, I haven't traveled in a while, 
And quite candidly, I'm still a little bit nervous based on what's going on. And people's just lack of disregard for, I think, the health and safety of, of a lot of us. But, you know, I have been traveling a little bit, as you can see by, you know, today I'm actually in a hotel room, you know, talking to you and everybody else on the, you know, on, on everything compliance, including Matt. Hey, Matt. Um, but, you know, my rant is, um, is really, you know, hotels right now. You know, they claim to be, you know, sanitizing and cleaning up and, and this and that and the other thing. How, how in the world can you charge me $450 a night when I don't have a towel, I don't have maid service, you know, or, I, you know, or any type of service? I can't order room service. There's not even hot water in my hotel this weekend when I got here. So, you know, while I appreciate the fact that, you know, everybody wants to be open for business, if you're open for business, remain open for business. Now, I'm not going to name the hotel chain, but they are a hotel chain that I've been patronizing probably for the last 25 years of my career. I stay here all the time. I go out of my way to stay here. But if you cannot service us, there is no way in God's green earth you should be charging me $450 a night. That's my rant. I want to thank the panel for everything. This has been a great, great episode. Uh, two of the greatest phrases we've had in everything compliance. So great job, guys. And we are under our noon Eastern deadline. So off to the races for everyone. We will look forward to getting back together in a couple of weeks. I hope you've enjoyed the special shout outs and rants for episode 88 of everything compliance. And I hope you will listen to the full episode when it posts on October 28th. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.